When a TV show comes out and people keep talking about it, absolutely. Like I just, it, it, it makes me not want to watch it anymore. Absolutely, and that happens every single, uh, every single time. Yeah, it took me like nine years to watch Breaking Bad because everyone was like, "Oh, I fucking love crack," you know, like, whatever. It's like <laughs> that old thing. Meth crystal. Oh, meth. Meth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he makes exactly. blue crack. <laughs> My special <laughs> purple. Yeah, crack. exactly. If it was, if if cocaine was pink, I'm honey. I'd be top line. Top fucking dollar. Breaking Bad Bucks. The crack show. <laughs> oh my god. It's about, it's about my social studies teacher if he did crack. <laughs> you know. It's just... Also, at the time, we had a um, a chemistry teacher in high school who looked a lot like him, and I really didn't like him. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Which one? I guess I can be a bit... Um, oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i can see it uh-huh kind of similar personality too exactly and i was just like i'm not about to watch a fucking hour-long drama about a drug ring run by my sophomore chemistry teacher <laughs> like we're gonna bleep it out as if at some point in his life he will listen he will to ever that. listen to <laughs> I was just thinking about that because I did receive yeah. a text. Um, you know who you are if you're listening. Uh-huh. And I love when like people that I would never expect to listen to our podcast yeah. like make a comment about it or like 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 it or love it. And it's just like yeah. wow. it's like the most random ass like three years younger than me people from high school. <laughs> yeah. Like how did you even find this? <laughs> or like a random on Twitter that's like I hate these bitches but they're so funny. Yeah, literally people who I've never interacted with before they don't follow me but they're like God these bitches are retarded. Have, like a strong opinion about us and I'm like I don't know who you who even based, you motherfuckers even are. based off your Twitter. I have no clue who you yeah, are. Literally. Yeah. It's a really fun phenomenon. <laughs> On having a podcast <laughs> we've been posted about a couple of times on reddit and one of the reddit posts on there was like i need recommendations for other podcasts hosted by gay guys i tried listening to thought topics but they're too stupid and annoying <laughs> valid <laughs> i was like yeah i mean i get it it's yeah. fine it's not your <laughs> cup of tea says honey if it's not your cup of tea it's not your cup of tea yeah, what listen, are you gonna do sounds like she has a lot of anger to unpack yeah exactly sounds like you need to take that up with god because mm-hmm. that has little name nothing to do with me <laughs> i'm like you're on reddit for a reason i understand <laughs> exactly. i get it Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> um, that's a, that's what you have stuck in your head all the time. I hear you say that at least three times a day. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh boy. Anyway. The thing that's also been in my head all day long is um, 
uh, Boitroy tweeting about Panera's pizza. He said, Panera said, come over here and eat this pizza. <laughs> Why does Panera have pizza? I don't know. This is stupid. Uh, yeah, Arby's came for me today. Arby's came for Yeah, we've had a lot of corporate interaction on the timeline today. I hate it. I hate when corporations have a Twitter. And like name search it. They didn't even name search Arby's. They name search McRib, McRib to like dunk on people enjoying the McRib. If I was McDonald's and I saw Arby's doing this shit, I'd be like, "Hey, crusty!" <laughs> like I'd be, I'd be so malicious. Hey, you stupid fat ass faggot. Yeah, that's not roast beef. <laughs> Stick to what you know, girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, yeah, they they really came for you though, and it did make me want the rib sandwich from Arby's to be honest. But it comes with like mayo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They haven't lost me yet. They haven't lost me. <laughs> I gotta say. It's like a, it, they said it's like a country style rib sandwich. Okay. So it has like cheese, mayo, grilled mm-hmm. onions, and barbecue sauce. Yeah, exactly. With Co- the actual rib content. Collard greens. <laughs> Goes with the side of mac and mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, mac and taters. Grits. <laughs> it said, hey, fatty, why don't you let a real man make you a sandwich? It was, I, I just didn't understand why they were like shitting on me. Oh. They were like, oh, you want to make rib? Okay. okay. <laughs> and, then, and then like nine gay people were like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I know that's right, honey. I'm siding with Arby's. <laughs> I know where all my, my followers Listen, stand. I mean, I will not argue. They got the target, they got the target audience pretty, so pretty much on the head. Yeah, you know, like, oh yeah, this person's going to interact. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting at least a like out of this shit. They get paid by the, <laughs> by the retweet. <laughs> They've been monitoring my, my activity for a year, for months. And they're like, this is it. Now's yeah, our time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it worked. <laughs> um, are we? We're back. Mm-hmm. Episode seventy six. We've been on track. We we made a little commitment to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because we had been missing a lot of weeks in a row. But again, <laughs> and it's not even like the holidays. It's no, just... there really was no excuse other than I just didn't really feel like it. Yeah. Um, it was laborious couple of weeks because we were both changing jobs and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. So I was just not. I wasn't in the right headspace, but now you just right. got me hot. Right. Now I feel great. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready to do this for hours. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I feel like I, I don't really have any check-in things. I don't have any updates. <laughs> if you're the, if you are the staff of the Lakeview YMCA, fuck you. <laughs> what happened? They froze me out. I, they've been, they've <gasps> been, they've been giving me um money every year every well i guess i haven't lived here for that long i thought they told you to stop coming no girl i mean they well they they were like you need to put your mask on i was like no No. (laughs) (laughs) and um so basically i when i first moved to this neighborhood and i started going there they were like oh um well it's it's a 30 dollar membership a month which is retarded and i would never pay that much for a gym no um, they were like, if you want to come here, we can give you like a scholarship or whatever. You just have to prove that you're poor. At the time I was coming, coming off of being poor. I just got, just gotten a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I gave them all of my unemployment benefits letters yes. and stuff like that. And I was like, look, I'm unemployed. Look at all my money. Even though unemployment made me the richest I've ever been. But it was, if you like proved you got government benefits in some capacity, you like got it for really cheap. Yeah. So my membership was like $8 or something. Work. Then... You know, it's been a year and they make you renew it. So this time I thought Ooh. I could swing the same shit because as as the listeners at home know, I was on B- BET. I was on <laughs> e- <laughs> The YMCA saw you on BET and they go, wait a minute, that's her. <laughs> They're like, where have I seen that person? <laughs> I was on EBT. <laughs> the EBT network. Okay, I'll say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, they, I was like, look, look, I'm poor. I can't even get groceries. And, you know, even though my EBT card gave me $20 a month to go to Trader Joe's and buy a special little snack. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they didn't know that. Right. So I gave all that to them. And then um, uh, uh, they basically told me, we're changing leadership, so it might take a little bit of time to get this application approved. So, of course, it took months. Mm-hmm. I put on, like, 50 pounds oh, no. <laughs> from not going to the gym. I mean, it's not actually 50. I'm not that huge. <laughs> and, <laughs> I lied. This is another thing that someone on Twitter once said to me. They were like, oh, my... I posted a picture of myself one time, like a little thought picture, and mm-hmm. they were like, you're nowhere near as fat as I thought you were. How do you take that? How I do don't you, know! How do you digest that? <laughs> I was like, you need to start asking people if they have an eating disorder before you say <laughs> if you have nothing nice to say exactly. don't try and make it seem nice exactly i was like wow you are nowhere near as big as wow. i am. you don't look anywhere near as you anywhere near as fat as your voice makes you sound. <laughs> i was like oh thanks thank you it's my worst nightmare i'm gonna post like a selfie and they're like wow oh my god wow you fit in the frame you look great for a person of your size <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, so they were like, it's going to take a little bit. And then finally they emailed me today and said that they lost my application. And now it's going to be $30 a month for me to go back. True. And I now have a job that pays me a lot of money. So I can't get the discount. But now I don't want to pay $30 a month. We lost your application. Something's going on there. I was like, I don't know really what that has to do with me. Yeah. Sounds it like should be free now. Exactly. If anything, yeah, mm-hmm. I want the deep discount. I yeah. want the employee rate because you lost my shit. <laughs> the employee rate. So fucking annoying. Yeah, that sucks. I God. hate doing that kind of like stupid shit. I have been paying for Planet Fitness $10 a month for the past, what is it now, three years? Three years. And I haven't gone in maybe like two years, two and a half years, but I still keep <laughs> paying it because every time I try to call, they see you have to send us a handwritten letter. Wouldn't even know how to do that. Actually, wouldn't even know how to send one via the post office to say that I like you are canceling your benefit. Your not benefits. You want me to go to the post office, right? And because like if you're not around that location, you have to send a letter or you have to go in person. And I don't want to go in person because now that place is far, and I don't have a car. Exactly. I will be dead in the ground before I go to the post office. It should be illegal to not be able to cancel a subscription online or over the phone. Absolutely. Like absolutely. It should be mm. I, it should be legal federal right. Yes. To be able to, I make all kinds of stupid long term contractual decisions. Yeah. I need to be able to make, suspend those decisions from a distance. And it's you can true. Do it's it monstrous. With any subscription, you can do it. Like honestly, music, like anything. Why is yeah. it that Planet Fitness says you better bring your fat ass up front to the desk <laughs> and tell me in person why you're gonna stop going to the gym? Exactly. They want to like embarrass you. Yeah. They'd literally rather your debit card just expire. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, that's fine. No, they're testing you. Especially (laughs) because they're like, we want you to come three blocks. Yeah, (laughs) cancel your shit. They want me to fill out a survey Uh as to why I'm okay with being this size forever. I was like, you guys are not going to like the exit survey if you don't fucking wrap my shit up now. Reported. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to send a letter to HR, all right? All right. Mm. (laughs) I'll do that. (laughs) I'll run it there myself. (laughs) I'm going to send another letter. Another while I'm there, another handwritten letter, <laughs> and they're gonna watch me write it. And I'm gonna include all their little names. Yeah, exactly. Everyone yeah. who wronged me at Planet Fatness. Yeah, but until then, they're getting ten dollars from me every month until I probably die. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I'm ever gonna do it. Yeah, it's like hooked up to your bank account. You're fucked. Jesus, you permanent debtor. 
<laughs> Until I like literally switch cards. But yep. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Those are my life updates. <laughs> yeah, that's my, my grievance of the week. Um, <laughs> talking about a couple of different things today. We're talking about Pitchfork rescoring a couple of albums of overtime. Which I don't even I don't know that I particularly care, but I suppose we could. I just didn't know why they did it like now. Right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll discuss. Put a pin in that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Megan Trainer taking a shit with her husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Juicy. Juicy. And I think that one is really going to be a lot to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to talk about this retarded ass tweet that sent me into a rage this morning. Mm-hmm. That, um, I don't know. I mean, we'll get there when we get there. What order do we want to do this in? The tweet's a good one to end on. I like when we end on those, like... Yeah. The hot yeah, topics. The hot topic. Yeah, exactly. And then... Let's start with let's start with Pitchfork. Okay, the, I like the order that you presented it in. Work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's my understanding. Pitchfork did like it's a 25. Oh, this is another thing that's happening in my life. <laughs> Put a bit in that. Put a bit in that. Yeah, we just if you look at the that was almost vomit. There is construction. There outside. is construction outside, and they almost closed the the southbound way completely mm-hmm. closed off. You can't leave my block. Right. So actually, all fucking day. It's people getting into fights and honking and screaming all hours of the day and I night. just... Because when I was walking over, I was a little confused because I was like, wait, is this entire thing blocked off? Like, you can't even go south on... It on adds legit... Like, I was so late to work this morning because it adds, like, 15 minutes to my drive. It's pretty... Ba- I didn't realize how bad it was it's, until I was walking over. It's horrible. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. Wait, Imagine if it was this and the Cubs were still playing. I would die. Fuck that. Yeah. They probably waited die. until the Cubs were done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The more that I give hints about where I live... <laughs> The more I'm scared to be <laughs> apprehended and killed. Yeah, I, listen, I didn't, I didn't say what street. Yeah, exactly. It's just a prominent I was like, one. So I live in front of a gas station near a baseball stadium, <laughs> and the street is closed. Can you find me? And it's pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> Can you find me? <laughs> it doesn't ever done enough, though. No. Mm-mm. No. I mean, there's a lot. I could live on the south side. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the and Cubs, now the Cubs playing. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can see your house from the south side. I can see your house. That's actually that's not the quote, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, work. So anyway, we're talking about this fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think there's like two, there's a couple there's like maybe like two or three that we can talk about on the pitch. Uh, yeah, I just I mean a lot of it is bullshit. Like a lot of just things that pitchfork people like think that people care about i just don't whatever so this is in honor of pitchforks i think 25th anniversary of being a website or something like that so they're like doing a little retrospective they're like oh my god we (laughs) so they're like going back to their most controversial reviews and reviewing re-reviewing the ones that they would change the scores of if they could Mm -hmm. um do you have them up on your laptop? I do. I have them. Pitchfork tweets maybe 700 times a day. It's so fucking it's crazy. It's actually really insane how much they I don't know why I follow them. I shouldn't. I try to, like, not follow, like, corporate, like, accounts on Twitter because it clogs up the timeline so fucking much. Really? I don't know if you've noticed this recently, but if you scroll down on your timeline, an ad is every four tweets. Really? Every four. I would, like, truly check. Because oh I was I hadn't counted in a long time, and now every four it's an ad. That's crazy. I hate that. That's so many. I hate when ads are things that you like talk about like in real life. It kind of sucks. I know. 
so for me it's always like lingerie sets and like <laughs> anal beads and like yeah. lube and <laughs> mine is an mine is a um it cycles between spaghettios hot pockets <laughs> yeah. and whatever fast food i'm talking about yeah exactly campbell's tomato soup right like if i go into my phone i say yeah i want burger king tonight <laughs> guarantee you in four tweets i'm gonna get and something then, then the siri reminds you later on <laughs> yeah no you I, get a push notif at three in the morning that was when it was bad yeah when was, you were on a roll <laughs> hey set your alarm for tomorrow morning and also order a whopper right now <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want us to automatically order you a Whopper at 5 a.m. every day? <laughs> <laughs> I hope people at home realize that I actually got a Siri notification <laughs> that was like using the AI to be like recognizing my habits, and it suggested that I order a Burger King. <laughs> they were like, "It's that time again, Burger <laughs> 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 oh yeah yeah <laughs> i hate technology i actually don't have the um any delivery apps on my phone anymore isn't it <sighs> nice shocking yeah now i just leave work on my 30 minute break and go pick it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's good that you have a car it is good that i have a car that's mm-hmm. that's one of the big dignities that my life has spared me i'll say that yeah what were we talking about the the bitch fork oh yeah okay bitch fork bitch fork so okay here is the ones that okay 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 i'm trying to think about like how to like wind this one up so (laughs) to me the the issue with this list or the issue i guess with pitchfork in general is that most people i think probably read or watch at best two music criticism sources it's Mm -hmm. pitchfork and maybe anthony fantano the bald guy yes <laughs> like mm-hmm. i've never ever seen someone post like a link or like grill another like ma- magazine for posting a review of pretty much anybody before mm-hmm. yeah, everyone's always pissed at pitchfork everyone's always pissed at the guy fantano yeah but no and, one and ever then and then there's that um the black girl oh yeah but she's like i mean she's more like funny yeah exactly she's like glozell basically like she's like (laughs) she has a different kind of music review impact (laughs) exactly hers is not so much a review as like a hers is more of a corporeal review like she just (laughs) kind of lets the music wash over and it's more of like a bodily response mm -hmm, she gives like her reaction it's like exposing a rat to stimuli it's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah how would a rat feel if it chewed five gum (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly if you give her how would a rap feel listening to Electra Heart? <laughs> and she's like, whoa, like shaking around and like the rat is like sprinting through the lab experiment. Yeah. She always goes, oh, 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 that's my, I, what is her name? It's a- I don't know. Age, AJ. A- a- I think it's AJ. I think it begins with an A, but I, I actually don't know. It's either Agile or AJ too. <laughs> I just feel like a lot of people. I think she circulates whenever like new music comes out, which is exactly. why I thought about her, yeah. especially like faggot music, which is like maybe it's just the corner of Twitter that I'm in. Yeah, but I do feel like by and large, like any even like a Drake album or something. Like if anyone's ever pissed about a review, it's like Fantano, Pitchfork, or, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that girl, but they're never yeah. pissed at her. They're like, oh my god, it's so funny when she right. screams, you know, <laughs> when she screams. Exactly. But I honestly, I admire her approach to music criticism more than some other people. It's very true. It's more honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna film myself. Yeah. In real time. Yeah. So that you can't lie. And sometimes she'll do it again. Sometimes she'll go back for more. Like if people, if she, if other people Ooh. weren't satisfied with her initial reaction, mm-hmm. she'll go back and be like, okay, I'll give it another chance. And usually it is different for her. 
Which is why I love it because there's like a demand for her. Exactly. Even if she's not like she has no credibility or like anything, yeah. they're just like, no, tell us. Even what if you it's think? completely unintentional mm-hmm. like, or uh, like not unintentional, unintelligible. <laughs> like when there's no, um, like she just is mispronouncing every single song title, just like doesn't know like what the instruments are. She's like calling everything a trumpet. It's like there's <laughs> no, she has this kind of, um, this really uh, earnest response to everything mm-hmm. and she'll also just she'll straight up be like i wasn't i'm not a fan of that one i was i'm, I'm not feeling her yeah love that that's, I love all, that. that's how all music reviews should be right everyone should just be like i that's not my that's not for me yeah. that's not my taste it's not, yeah or you should be like screaming and hooting and hollering and flipping right. the table hands in the air right mm-hmm. exactly pitchfork on the other hand is easy to hate i think mm-hmm. because they tend to have this kind of snarky like pretentious sort of like art blog vibe about them. Mm-hmm. Not even art, but like kind of like hipstery. Like they still have that kind of like hangover from like w- what the website used to be. We're like, now it's kind of more mainstream popular or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we, we love Casey Musgraves, you know, like right. that kind of thing is like <laughs> kind of newer where before it was all like, if the aesthetic of the artist, like if they didn't like the artist's face mm-hmm. where they thought she was like a dumb woman, they'd be like, we're not reviewing <laughs> we're not. this pop. Like, well, like we're not <laughs> giving these people anything. Yeah. But they have held on to this kind of like cynical, like kind of like, ew, <laughs> kind of vibe mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people hate on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's in every piece of writing that they produce. <clears throat> like, yeah, just that tone, just kind of like, just like snarky, like talking down, like, Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get it. The kind, you know, kind of thing, which yeah. I think is why everyone dunks on them all the time. Mm-hmm. And also why they've created some good it, they've they've created a lot of satisfying hate writing. Like there's a, like a lot of really bad like truly eviscerating nasty pitchwork reviews are like funny and good to read. Mm-hmm. But then there's other ones that are like such a complete fucking miss. And also they've pivoted because they are more mainstream to letting like random dumbasses who are completely unqualified to talk about art yeah be like well this would be good if their friend wasn't going to jail for rape you know like that kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of vibe is very um prominent as well too where like they've like completely just written off perfectly fine music just because it's like politically expedient to say that yeah like when <laughs> it was that year that bad baby was the third highest selling female rapper next to cardi and nikki and all they could talk about in her album review was how she's like faking this black scent, how she's from Florida. And I'm like, I'm like, but, yeah, but, but, did, like, but did Gucci flip flops go? Right. Or did White Horse tear? Right. <laughs> right. Like, that's what, yeah, that like, it was called White Horse. It's called High Bitch. It's got the thing of White Dress. White Days. White Horse. White Horse. White Horse by Lana Del Rey. <laughs> High Bitch by Lana Del Rey. I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. But I know what you mean, where it's like, it just seems so biased sometimes and so, like, not. I don't know. It's just, this is like, I mean, they're kind of emblematic of something that we've talked about on here before about how like music criticism in general is the reason why it sucks so often is because it's very rarely about the music Mm -hmm. and it's usually a thirsty ass journalist's way of being like trying to flex their writing muscle and being like, look how funny I am. Look how like, look how clever of the comment this is, you know, like whatever. Yeah. And they don't talk about the music and they talk about like the implications around the music or that it has to participate in some sort of larger cultural narrative about like, Oh, mm-hmm. well, like the way this album fits into 
America right now. It's like, do we really need this right now? That kind of thing is like so pitchforky. Like they somehow tie it into feminism, Trump, or the border. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't care for that. Exactly. So in a way, a lot of the, I think, um, the mess ups that they try to correct with this one, because Pitchfork has a new CEO who's like, kind of, Definitely a woman. I almost said a diversity hire, which is not true or kind. (laughs) (laughs) Diversity Um, hire. But she's like very like the lib. Like she definitely is pushing a lot of these like little op-eds about being like, oh, like the way that Pink Pantheress is a brown woman really changes pop forever. Like, you know, like where it's like Megan the Stallion the pimp becomes the pimped, you know, like whatever, like that kind of thing. My goodness. It's just, I don't know, like this kind of like gay race theory shit that just like comes yeah. through with like, you shouldn't like, why are you not talking about thought shit as a song? Right. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. So uh, the ones that we care about, which were they? Let's go see. I think the first one that comes up on the list that we would care about. Oh, Grimes. Mm-hmm. Which I think there's only a couple where they actually put, the original ranking down to a lower ranking. Yes. And, and this one is lower. And I think it's correct. So they they yep. talked about Misanthropocene, which just came out last year. Mm-hmm. Which feels like kind of shitty to be like. This album yeah. came out last year and it's already bad. It came out last fucking year. Uh-huh. Oh my God. We listened to it all the way through driving home from St. Louis. Do you remember that? Oh, Pre-COVID. That was our Holy last COVID shit. outing. We were in St. Louis. Yeah. Damn. Wow. They originally gave it an 8.2, which I think is excruciatingly high. Yes, agreed. The only good album, the only good songs on Misanthropocene are 4 a.m. It was honestly the singles. I yeah, argue. Violence, mm-hmm. Kind of We Appreciate Power, which is barely even on the album. Right, but that was a good one. Good love. I like some of the other ones, like So Heavy I Felt Through the Earth. Like, I really do enjoy that one. That one's really like a slog for me. I have a difficult time getting to the end of that one. I love listening to it while I work. Because it is like a brainless. Yeah. yeah. But I like it. I love to whistle while I work. Yeah. The whole time she's like. <laughs> for eight, probably yeah. eight minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I liked the album. Definitely. I, I don't know. I think it should be a little higher than 6.9 though. I will say. I would give it a. I mean, I think when I reviewed this album, I gave it a six. Ooh. Like when I did a thing for Pop Matters, I think I gave it a six. I don't remember, but I would, I would stand by that. I think most of it is unlistenable. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a couple on there where I'm like, no, baby, just not these, for me. Just like, nine-minute, like, mood pieces. Like, it's just mm. not what I come to Grimes for at the end of the day. Like, that's yeah. not what her strengths are, and, like, that's why people freaked out about Art Angels is because it's so poppy and so good. Mm-hmm. And, like, the biggest bangers on, like, uh, uh, Visions are, like, similar, like, the poppiest ones. <laughs> Grimes is going to see the 6.9, and she's going to come out swinging for Absolutely. her next... Uh, that's what I'm kind of excited for. Yeah. I hope she sees this, <laughs> and I hope she internalizes this, and it's like, you know fucking what? Yeah. Now what? Yeah, right. Now yeah. what? So she'll, she'll come. She'll come for blood. I'm not I'm not worried about Grimes. It's just not her best album. It just yeah. isn't. Misanthropocene was not her time, but this next album I think is going to be Yeah, I'm feeling at it. or above an eight. I'm feeling it. Remember when Misanthropocene came out originally, like it was about to come out, and then she did that weird Nike ad that like mysteriously disappeared? When did she do a Nike ad? She did this like running shoe ad. And then it disappeared and you like can't watch it anymore. But it was out for like two weeks where like Grimes was going to do this like running shoe campaign. I do not remember that. I have all. to find this because it was like this thing that, and it's, <laughs> it's rubbed. Like you can't find anything about this. There's like this thing where she was like running on a mountain. It was like Grimes running in shoes. And then 
she was like, I'm Grimes. These are my Grimes shoes. And like, it just disappeared. And it was a real ad for like Adidas or like free people or something. This is this like a Mandela effect situation? Are you <laughs> I, sure that wasn't like I really hope I'm not Serena making this Williams. up because I'm going to sound so crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Grimes in a Nike. I mean, why would Nike go to Grimes though? Stranger things have happened. I mean, she they did that Vogue interview where she said that she eats like hot butter and eggs on a plate when she was pregnant with her baby. <laughs> She's like, I call this couscous smudge. And it was was black couscous sludge that she prepped the pan with an entire stick of butter. She would let the whole butter stick melt down before she put the couscous. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's crazy, but yeah. Okay, yeah. Bring Miss Miss, Miss, um, Yeah, bring Grimes down. down. That's fine. I I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, this was the biggest one that everyone was like... And the nerve of them to just bring it up by two. I know, but like a one, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Lana, Lana Del Rey born to die from a five point five to a seven point eight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the descriptions for each of these new rankings, they all make me want to vomit. It's like them trying to justify why they changed it. When I just would have preferred if they just stuck to their guns and not released this entire article. I mean, to be honest, like five point five, I feel like is a fair assessment of a Lana Del Rey album. If you like were Any? a person who. <laughs> <laughs> it's Any always fair to yeah. get on a five. I, I, I will respect that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you weren't the target audience, I feel like a five is a pretty appropriate response. You can recognize, but you can't respect. Right. <laughs> like why would they just I bring mean, it up to a, like a, it was like, yeah, no, it was good. It was fine. I mean, the seven point nine, I guess is better than good. It's like a very good. I just can't imagine how, like, yeah, like, Grimes are like, how would they look at this? Like, Lana's just gonna be like, okay, thanks. But this is what I'm saying about, like, the pitchfork voice. They're like, Lana's reaching for something. The fulcrum point where the fear and pain of sexualization start to work as leverage. There's a lot of room to miscalculate. Some weaker tracks show up at the end, and singing is sometimes less than polished. Blah, 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 blah. Sit back and imagine what Lana of 2012 would get clowned for now. Singing the opening lines of Lolita, ordering a Pabst Blue Ribbon on ice. This, it's just, this is what I'm saying. It's a fundamental misunderstanding of why Born to Die is good is because it's a little bad. Right. And I don't think that you have to re-qualify it as like a, it's about the fulcrum between sex and money and being a a woman in love you know like it's just not that fucking serious like yeah and also like lana's had so many albums since this where like she's developed her thesis and it's like it's a little bit more clear so like why go back to born to die if it was like and also objectively a lot of this album is bad like there's a lot of songs on born to die that like aren't very good objectively like they're good if you're a 15 year old faggot and of course there's a nostalgic association with them but there's like a lot of lyrics on this thing that are just not good or like just melodies that just are not her best of her career like bad songs can still transcend that's why we have fucking getting rick rolled the reason exactly (laughs) the reason why born to die is good is because it's a little bad right and those songs are still gonna transcend because they're bad exactly so fuck it you can take her 7.8. <laughs> like, I just... Yeah. It just is and put so, it somewhere, babe. Oh, just, it, it feels more of a slap to the face for Lana, I would feel, right. that I got a 7.8. It just completely misunderstands why this album's important. The yeah. reason why Born to Die tore, as previously mentioned, mm-hmm. it's because it, like, it created a movement of depressive 15-year-old women. Yeah, like, people, like, identified with the messiness of Born to Die and how, like, stupid and, yeah. like, crazy and, like... When Lana Del Rey orders a Pabst Blue Ribbon on ice, which is a disgusting thing to do, aka like getting a beer over ice. I've done that before. (laughs) Just put loose ice cubes in your beer. I did that at a bar when I first was using my fake 
Yeah. And this was actually during Pride. It was a Heineken over a... It was like when we first went to Pride with like my fake or something. And I remember sitting at the bar and drinking a beer being like, this is getting warm. And then I asked the bartender for ice and she was like, what? And I was like, can I just have a cup of ice? And then I poured it and she goes, you like it like that? And I'm like, yeah. 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 I like it like that. <laughs> I poured a beer over yeah. ice and I felt like an idiot. But Exactly. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's not an album for adults. It's not an album for people who are emotionally mature or exploring the fulcrum between fear and pain. Right. It's about being a slore. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point, is that it didn't make sense, but, like, that's what every, what, like, 15 to 20-year-old would want. Exactly. Yeah, PBR on ice, give that to me when exactly. I'm in college. Pour it up, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it. Yeah, it don't make sense, but I want it. Exactly. Anyway, wrong. Yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> Deserved a ton. <laughs> yeah. Def Punk, Random Access Memories, they brought down to a 6.8, which I completely agree with. I hate that album. But I, there, we don't have to go into that. <laughs> yeah. Why did they bring Def, Def Punk in twice? Because they said one was bad originally, and then they think it's good, and then they thought one was good, but it's actually bad. They're like, we have to balance this out. They also brought up Charlie XCX Vroom Vroom from a 4.5 to a 7.8, which I believe is the same rating they just gave Born to Die. 7.8. So basically, they're saying that this is the rating that we give to gay people, so they're not mean to us online. That's exactly what this <laughs> yeah, translates yeah. to. They're just like, well, because you guys could not stop fucking talking about oh, this. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Room Room so good. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I'm talking about. This is what we just said, where it's just like, none of this feels like, like, I don't care about any of this, because it's like... Yeah. <sighs> I think this one may be worth reading. Okay. To a certain uh, yeah. very melodramatic, very online type of Twitter user, there was nothing more homophobic than our humble publication giving a 4.5 to Charlie XCX's Room for Me At the time, many critics seemed to be paranoid about PC Music's motives. Nervous that they'd be bamboozled, they obsessed over whether a pop experiment was either satire or sincere. Is Charlie XCX sending up pop shallow triumphalism or were re- reinforcing it? The Vroom Vroom EP didn't offer a clear answer, pairing frivolous lyrics that sounded more or less like Lamborghini Bikini, Eeny Meeny Zucchini, <laughs> with squelching production, <laughs> courtesy of Sophie, more jarring than previously shown on Charlie's works. Nowadays, it doesn't seem that extreme, and when you don't think too hard about it, it's pretty fun. Thanks, that's what literally we were all thinking and talking about when it came out. Yeah. You know? This should have been a three-word review, which is like, this is fun. <laughs> This was fun for the girls. Yeah, this is this one is for the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings it to 7.8. Easy. Yeah, I mean, we all know the Room Room EP was, like, actually ahead of its time. Absolutely. Which is pretty much what they're saying here. Exactly. But, girl, we already knew that. Like, why now? It's a little late. Girl. <laughs> I want to win. Now I'm, like, kind of already round. This is the thing. Okay. They waited so long to do this that now... I'm kind of already rounding the bend in the other direction where I kind of think both of these are, have gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm kind of like, I don't think Charlie X, I don't think Room Room EP is 4.5 bad. But I will say that I did start re-listening to Paradise because Paradise is one of my favorite Charlie songs ever. Yeah. And probably one of my favorite songs ever. I mean, it's good. It's all fine. But it's like, I did laugh about the Eeny Meeny Zucchini. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. That was, yeah. I think this project is just the most loved by like Charlie fans yeah, though, and Sophie fans equivalent. Because like Charlie just posted a video of her performing live and she did Room Room. Yeah. And of course there's one gay person who's like screaming to the point where their lungs are gonna pop and she's like cracking the fuck up about it because that always happens. Literally like breathlessly screaming. Right. Like when we yeah. saw fucking Charlie at Pitchfork. Yeah. 
I mean, tour. I, I blacked out when she did Room for Room. Absolutely. I actually don't remember. Absolutely. It's a yeah. sleeper agent song for homos. Yes. It's just definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, I just, but is it a, is it the peak of music? I don't know. Like, looking, <laughs> I mean, well. Think of a song like Room for Room. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I've always really wanted to get a custom uh, crankable music box that does the opening. <laughs> Ding, 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 you know how people get like um, tattooed as of like a Spotify link so that uh-huh. when you like scan it, I would do that for Brim Brim, I think. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like a QR code. Yeah, a QR code that opens up Brim Brim. <laughs> A QR code that only opens yeah. up the picture of the album. Exactly. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. I think Brim Brim is excellent. It's fine. It's good. Uh, it's more than fine. I like it. I love the underrated track, Secret. I love Secret. Keep me with you. No one, no one needs to know you. But I don't know that Born to Die is a 7.8. Like, now, like looking back, I'm like, like still mad. <laughs> I'm still a little mad about it. I don't know. You're I mean, like, you know what? You know what? I'm not done. Again, it just is like I'm having a horseshoe moment now where, like, even like in the in recent years, I've looked back on Born to Die and been like, you know, it is pretty bad. I honestly would have, if they were going to revisit it, I would have given it like a 6.5 at most. Right. Because there's it's a like, lot of, um, it's a lot of real stinkers on there, I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> I saw on this list, they give a bitch a zero and they put her up to a six. Yeah, Liz Fair. They I don't know, that, I don't know who that is. What do you know about Liz Fair? Pretty much nothing. Well. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, they felt bad. And again, even in the, in the Liz Fair, Fair rewrite up, they were like, Look at this Twitter thread where our man writer said that this was cringy and misogynistic. Whatever. So stupid. Whatever. We see. We all see what Pitchfork is doing. It's so fucking like, just stand by it. Just this stand is the thing by it. Like, yeah. If anybody hates critics, like everyone mm-hmm. fucking hates them. That's your job to be hated. And they're trying to like regain that like likableness by like, what? Because they know a lot of gay people were pissed at right. them. The whole point, this is what I'm saying always about this kind of stuff, is like the... Thing that's worth protecting is not your quote integrity as a publication from like being immune to like criticisms of misogyny or like racism or whatever the fuck or like giving people undue credit just because they're like a minority or whatever mm-hmm. like what's valuable in being a critic is being fucking mean mm-hmm. like you should be the most nasty eviscerating cruel-hearted miserable person because yeah. that's what creates good music writing yeah you have to stand by your opinion because if you flip-flop then no one's going to yeah. respect you and as you have to critic. point out the obvious of mm-hmm. the things that everyone else hears and is too afraid to say yep. so when you listen yep. to a fucking song lyric by again I'm not, I hate to keep saying Casey Musgraves <laughs> <laughs> But it's like fucking, you know, walking down the aisle of Marshall's Home Goods. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. not even. There's, it's, it's. The, that's your job to point out how it sucks bad, mm-hmm. and if, if, or how it's really sublime and perfect and great. But do it on the merits of the fucking music rather than like its place in political history. Who cares? Right. You got a lot of Kesha hate. I, I did get a lot of in Kesha retrospect. Every I was right. Yeah. And everyone knows. Yep. And all the all these pathetic people who just because she got raped or something thought that it was a ten out of ten when it was just a bad album. Sorry, it we're was talking a, it about was the music. A, it was. I gave it a three. It really was a two. <laughs> if I gotta be honest, here. Yeah. If you could do a revision. Yeah. If I could go back in time and do my pitchfork rescore of my cash review that got me in so much trouble, I would give it a two or a one. Yeah. I would invent the negative scale. Absolutely. Yeah. There's not a fucking good song on the bitch. Oh, I tried man. to give her credit. Yeah. 
But that's the whole thing. That's why I hate that. It's like, if you're like this respected outlet and you're like changing your ratings, yeah. you're opening up a, a door that needs to be closed by just yeah. standing by, stand by it. Well, that's the other thing is that like, unfortunately, social media has made it where most music critics are people who are like grifting their way into social media followings too. And also don't get hired very often. Like so few of these people are staff writers. They're like right. picking up little articles here and there. So they feel like they're going to get in trouble if they do do or say the wrong thing. Right. But the, the thing is that like no one likes like when their online social media personality is being dragged for like doing their job. It's just not mm-hmm. a good feeling at the end of the day, but also like you picked your, career like you made your bed you have to fucking lay in it right like don't be a pussy right don't be a pussy like if like don't be fucking don't have your job be i'm a critic professionally and then never criticize anything on its merits right might as well just give everything a a seven exactly yeah exactly to pick a fucking side it's so boring yeah even pick a side that you don't even believe if it's good writing (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah don't let the truth get in the way of a good rating girl absolutely Mm -hmm. don't let the truth get in the way of a three yep <laughs> if you just don't like the bitch, just fucking just say, say it. it. You don't like. <laughs> You're not gonna be alone. There's a truth to that. Just not liking the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Pitchfork, hire me. Hire me, please. <laughs> please respond to my DMs. <laughs> Jason Green. Uh, uh, okay. Anyway, what else are we talking about? Do we want to do Megan Trainer taking a shit? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's touch on this. So uh, let me give you a little background on this. <laughs> Megan Trainer, I, I don't even know if it's her husband, to be honest. I may be making that part up. I don't think I am. But a story came out in like some gossip rag or whatever saying that in Megan Trainer's house, they have a bathroom that they share, her and her husband, and they have two toilets in the bathroom that are adjacent. They are next to one another. So they could be sitting, I could be sitting where you, I could be sitting here, you could be sitting there. We could be simultaneously taking a shit and close enough to be holding hands. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. So even that, let's just say you just had two toilets that you, there's the option to shit adjacent with no wall, just shitting. That alone <laughs> is so satanic and so upsetting that it really stirred people up really got people mad <laughs> because it's just it's an upsetting image imagine if you walked into a bathroom at a bar right mm-hmm. or like a club or like even just someone's house just yeah. someone's apartment and you walked in and they're like oh there's oh, there's two toilets right next to each other out and, in the open and there's two people yeah and you walk in with someone else right the tension yeah the the shit tension i will say this is like so megan trainer <laughs> Yeah, this is the most Megan Trainer story, perhaps, of all time. Mm -hmm. It's like when Lizzo got in trouble for, like, food-related controversy. Like, when Lizzo was (laughs) like, oh, I, my Postmates driver is such a fucking asshole. And then the Postmates driver had to, like, dox her receipt that was, like, 40 pages long. Right, literally. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like Megan Trainer like, taking a shit with her husband is, like, the most Megan Trainer thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and she's, like, a repeated offender. Exactly. She She says, we pee together, obvi. Yeah, so this is the tweet that she uses to ostensibly make things better. Yeah, she needed to address this publicly, and she did it by saying this. To clear things up, we pooped once together. <laughs> and we laughed and said, never again. Get it? To clear things up. <laughs> yeah. 
to clear things out, we pooped once <laughs> together and we laughed and said never again. But he will hang out with me if I'm shitting because we're soulmates. And I legit miss him when I'm away from him. And we pee together, Avi. Can you imagine her doing like a pet voice like, Baby, can you come in here while I'm shitting? (laughs) (laughs) If you're not even talking to me, how am I going to make it loosey-goosey? Little princess needs to go to the party. Do you want to come with? Like, I just, like, I legit miss him when I'm away from him. To take a sh- uh, How long are your shits, Megan Trainer? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And we pee together, Obvi. So, this was before I knew they had a double toilet system. I really thought that they shared one toilet to both, like, shit or pee in. Because I know someone who has done that before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Double shitting? Um, I, My aunt went to Mexico one time, and her and her cousin had to use the same toilet. Because they both had a piss or they both had a shit or something like that. And my aunt was like, oh, that's boy. the only time I've ever like shared a toilet seat with someone else. I mean, I've crossed streams with many a man in my life. But both sitting. <laughs> <laughs> crossing streams is nothing. Megan yeah, Trainer crossing... crosses streams and that's fine. Yeah, like, exactly. I think that part's fine. Exactly. <laughs> Megan squats over the toilet, reverse cowgirl. And <laughs> 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 from the front and then they high five after yeah exactly yeah now that's 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 intimacy that's connection right there the funny thing about this is that mega trainer has nothing to lose by tweeting this really nothing to gain either (laughs) right like no one's like work girl like haha that's funny people are just like "Mm -hmm. Mm, mm, Mm. mm." wish i didn't read that yeah it only has two thousand likes which is more more yeah in in the world of megan trainer i mean I think even her fan base was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Her two million followers. And and only 2K likes. Everyone was just mute. Charmin, like the Charmin. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does this mean double the roles? If so, we've got something for the king and queen of the throne. It's kind of a forever thing. Imagine being embroiled in a shit-related controversy and Charmin sends you some free swag. Like lifetime toilet paper. Because you're such, you're so famous for shitting. Is there like statistics of how many? many? (laughs) I'm not kidding. This is my worst nightmare. Like this is like (laughs) if something ever, if something ever happened to me publicly, like in in a in a public spectacle way that was related to me shitting. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I would probably kill myself. Like I'm not like a suicidal person in general. (laughs) but (laughs) But when it comes to shit, but when it comes to shit, I feel. Such a deep mortification and shame. Mm-hmm. I don't even like doing it alone. Mm-hmm. Like if you were a celebrity and like you shit yourself on in public on accident, oh. and it was like reported, or it you was would, like, oh, I'm in this, I'm in this bathroom, and Nick Malone's in here sh- shitting, like blowing out, smells. <laughs> yeah, you would. De-activate. If that was like the story that made the rounds, all your socials, I kill myself. You would black out all your socials. You would taking de-act- a break. Yeah, taking a break. Need to focus on my. <laughs> Yeah, full like a Katy Perry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would be complete. It's mortifying to me, and also this would it would be like my ultimate like punishment. Like if someone really wanted to break me, <laughs> like, if, a, like if someone wanted to break my spirit, right? I they would be like, all right, we're locking you up in here, and we're gonna feed you nothing but Popeyes Black and Ranch. <laughs> What am I gonna do? Like, like if you were a POW, and your torch, yeah. your torture device or technique would just be them just waiting for you to shit yourself. They're like, "Come on, do it. We're all watching." Yeah, we're all watching, and we're gonna record you shit yourself. Yes, yeah. we're not giving you back to America. It's a room full of nine people. Yeah, 
and it's just, just me, shit. them, and a toilet, and they just keep feeding me <laughs> until I have to <laughs> spray out of all orifices until I like a deflated balloon animal. <laughs> that would be my absolute worst nightmare. That would be like. So in other words, you and Megan Trainer are actually polar opposites. You guys, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't be any less. I couldn't have any less in common with her if I tried. Yeah, just in general. My God, that's so funny. Like, when did she say this? Like, why would you say? Like, that's another thing. Is that like your? She said this at noon. She said this at twelve fifty-five. <laughs> and like, why would you say that shit? Like, that celebrities are like, like once you have like a certain amount of money, they just get into weird shit. Yeah. No one asked Megan Trainer to uh, talk about her potty activities. Ugh. I would I would never say the p word if I wasn't repeating someone else. Yeah, piss. I hate piss. I'm I'm down with piss, but I'm always like shit. Even around yeah. kids, like even when I'm around like cousins and babies, I will like. Oh, you shit yourself? Yeah, I'm like, oh, you have to shit. Like, <laughs> like, like I would. That that is the only fecal word I suppose other than feces. Yeah, feces. Feces is so fucking funny. Ugh, Top five it, it, favorite words of all time. It's so. Good. It's like you found it on the ground. Yeah, like, feces is like you found it in the woods. Yeah, favorite words: boobs, feces, <laughs> my fecal boobs. <laughs> Fecal matter always reminds me of space because like dark yeah. matter, but it's like fecal, fecal matter. <laughs> You know, there's yeah in a oh black my, hole. Oh my god, my boobs are my, covered in feces. Feces, yeah. feces is so like reminds me of a monkey throwing shit. Like that's feces to me. Absolutely, like feces. Yeah. Well, a monkey throwing it to me is like dung. Dung. I haven't thought about that word in a while. Dung reminds me of like a farm, like a horse, like horse shit is. Yeah, dung. I, I encountered a deer, a deer's um. What do they call it when it's a deer? Pellets? No. <laughs> <laughs> Like shitting pellets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is technical. <laughs> the wilderness term is pellets. Yeah, <laughs> the, deer, the deer pellets. Kill me. <laughs> fucking killing myself. I think if you searched my my Twitter handle with the p word, I would you wouldn't find it. You wouldn't find anything. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't think I've ever said it. Yeah, you hate poop. Ugh, I hate it. Yeah. And what's even worse is sometimes people come down on the last p with a like a kind of wet, <laughs> like a kind of wet breathy yeah. one. It's like a, it's like poop. Oh, <laughs> I just I can't. What's that? What's that? Um, English term where like the word sounds like what it is? Onomatopoeia. Yes, like buzz. Right. It does feel like one of those words right. that like some fucking like where it's like fourteenth century like retard was like oh poop. Yeah. You know what? I, ugh, I hate saying that word. <laughs> yeah, I sucks. hate saying that word so much. And this is one of those things where like if someone says it in the right context, like where it's very funny to me, like mm-hmm. when it's not very funny to other people, it sends me into like a hysterical laughter because I use it so infrequently. Mm-hmm. Where now like, like retard used to be really funny to me because it was new. Yeah. And because it had gone away. It had exited my vocabulary for so long that like when retard came back, I was like, Oh my God, retard. Like, great. <laughs> like anytime anyone said retarded ever, I was in dying, rolling yeah. on the floor, laughing and screaming and mm-hmm. throwing up. And the, now it's I don't have that and now the words that send me into that rage are or that moment is mm-hmm. like the P word yeah or like hobo hobo sends me <laughs> hobo gets it's you it's so like like someone actually using it in like a real way it sends me can you feel my hobo hobo please <laughs> <laughs> my hobo <laughs> <laughs> and hobo was like the name of like a furniture store oh yeah hobo yeah yeah no I get it <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the the forgotten insults of sixth grade are yeah. really coming back with a vengeance for me. <laughs> if, like if my mom was ever like, "What the fuck? You look like a hobo." I'm always like, "Okay, <laughs> okay." <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah. Okay, so here's the final question of the Megan Trainer thing: mm-hmm. Is this ever appropriate? What's the line of intimacy between? Uh, even a married couple, what is okay? What's acceptable? This, I think, is not okay. Absolutely not. Ha- like, A, having a double toilet system, if it's just you and your husband... Megatrain doesn't have kids. No. If it's just you and your husband, you have two toilets in the bathroom? I get that it's tempting to be like, we could go at the same time. Ugh. But, like, why? Aren't you, like, still having sex? Like, this is, like, maybe my brain's broken, but, like, if <laughs> I... Megatrainer doing <laughs> anal right after her husband watches <laughs> her shit... <laughs> Like that, like it's like exactly. Well, like, it, it's ruining some of the magic. Exactly, sex-wise, there it's it 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 shreds up any remaining romantic mystique that you might have about yourself, because once you've allowed someone to see you in such a compromising position, I mean, there's very few acts that you can do with your body that really put you at risk. Like you're in a real vulnerable place. If you have shit falling out of your ass. It's a very vulnerable place for someone to be near you in. <laughs> I am not kidding. I think my entire life, the bathroom in whatever home or apartment I was living in has been like such a safe space. Absolutely. Where it's like, shitting is my time. I get to like, just chill, yeah. relax, showering. I appreciate showering so, so much, much more as an adult because it's just like... It's my alone time. It's my decompress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, maybe I'm the wrong person for this question because I also despise anyone that pisses in the shower because that's, that's disgusting. disgusting. The the place where you pee is right there. The place right. where you get clean just is right before here. before you get in. Why are you peeing in the place where you're supposed to fucking your get clean? It doesn't get dirty after you shower. Like, you're, after you pee, you don't have to, like, go back in the shower. And if you take a hot shower and you piss, I don't believe anyone that says they don't smell it. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's literally disgusting. Right. <laughs> I've argued with my boyfriend over this. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I think we're in the same boat. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, bathroom is, like, sacred. It's like a... I mean, when you have a hot shower going, the whole room is steam. So, so when like you piss you're in hot... Hot piss in it. It's like you're standing in the middle of an oil diffuser and you've just dropped a bunch of pee in the oil diffuser. And then you're putting your face over where the steam is rising out of it and you're inhaling piss fumes. Yeah, and then the fumes... Are you comfortable with that? Right, exactly. Oh, just aim at the fucking drain. Okay. 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 That doesn't change actually anything. It doesn't... I mean, listen, it's better than doing it all over your feet. (laughs) (laughs) But not that much better. I mean, there's... We have a story of um, someone who shit in the shower and tried to shove it down the drain. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. I just remember, too. I was like, who did that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it happened by accident. He shit in the shower and then had to panic like, and jam it down the drain. Like, imagine, like, imagine the thought process of thinking that you're going to have, like, a wet shit that you can just kind of, like, okay, it's just going to wash off, but it being, like, a solid shit that you now have to... <laughs> Shove down the drain with your foot. <laughs> you know he was panicking because like any sane person would just be like, I'm just going to turn the shower off, make sure no one comes in here, mm-hmm. wrap my hand in a bunch of toilet paper or something, and then frantically wash my hands after I throw it away manually. Yeah. But if you were in a panic mode, you'd be like, I have to get rid of this now. So you mash all this shit up into a college dorm room drain. Um, like also imagine if he this was taking a hot warts and shit on their feet. <laughs> imagine if he was taking like a hot shower too, and it's like oh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I can't stand um, all. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Bathroom is a safe space for me. Absolutely, I do my best thinking and my best <sighs> tweeting in the bathroom. Yeah, regardless. Exactly. I have to like get in the it, even again by myself shitting. Not mm-hmm. a fun time for me. It's not a right. pleasant moment for me. Yep. It has to. I want to like 
I have to be, I have to turn my brain off. I have to exit my body. I have to wrap it up as fast as possible. Right. You have to astral project. <laughs> I have to astral project. I don't even like letting people know that I'm, I don't, I like to be so fast mm-hmm. that people don't even think I did. Yeah. Like, that people are like, oh, you probably was, that was P length. Right. That was, like, that was like P plus a tweet. Right. Like at a party, everyone's like, where's Nick? And then you just come up, you're like, oh, I'm right here. Nothing. What? No, right I wasn't. Yeah. never gone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like that situation is so much i mean it, that's a big part of my life is rushing the process yeah at work i mean i have such a small workplace like people know mm-hmm. if you don't like hurry it up yeah or if you flush multiple times like a psycho because you're such like a big you're like a big shit person you're like a big shit guy oh that's horrible. That's humiliating. I would. I can't. Yeah, I. I hate when work gets like integrated with like your potty Ugh. breaks because then it's like absolutely. I have like actually one too many stories about me or my coworkers experiencing a bad time in the bathroom because like they either thought no one was in the bathroom and then they took a giant <laughs> shit, or they didn't know that someone was yeah. taking a shit and they go, "Damn, I- it smells in here." <laughs> <laughs> and then they realize someone's shitting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's 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 just too and like on it's both disgusting. ends. Like no one wants to be a part of that scenario. No, absolutely. Especially not someone you're having sex with. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god. When I was on, <laughs> when I was playing volleyball in high school, there was someone on the team who would take a pregame shit every time and then send a Snapchat to everyone of, of the, pre- the shit. Yes. That is so fucking revolting this is another situation where i don't think this person will ever listen to this podcast but i won't say the name because i think the whole entire thing is cursed uh, yeah i mean <laughs> anyone's fair game yeah. so many random people have heard this i <laughs> yeah no, now i got you're out there you're fucking gross you know exactly who you are you know sometimes people will like okay so like when you're in like a close friend group <laughs> yeah you know that thing mm-hmm. people will sometimes send you a photo of them clearly on the toilet having recently or currently shitting. Oh, yeah. I will laugh and pretend like I think it's funny. I do not think it's funny. <laughs> Don't send me a picture. Don't, Don't send you me on the toilet, even if it's funny. Absolutely not. Are you, as, <laughs> are you a barn animal? Wrap it the fuck up. I don't it's not funny to me in fact it's gross and like I really like I, I try not to be a judgmental person really I do but it's disgusting to me when someone I think like, I do that every hey. day <laughs> I don't do like from above where like I'm showing everything but my penis <laughs> like I don't do that yeah. well that's really the worst one is someone who will do an aerial shot they'll like r- lift the phone up and then they, you see their legs or whatever do you have no fucking shame we have a very good guy friend that does that especially in the dorms I remember receiving those pictures mm-hmm. and not only that but that person used to just be completely just <laughs> nude <laughs> and being like, I would never. Yeah, I, I, this is what I'm saying is like, I just don't have the gene that would make me do that. There's no, oh, no, that's like, I, I boy, just, that's like man gene. Yeah. Ugh, like Megan Trainer has such man a man thing. Like why I would, I, it's an assault. Really? It is. It's spectral <laughs> rape is what it is. I yeah. don't like receiving a, a photo where I smell the photo. Trigger warning. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> exactly trigger this, warning is what, this is my trigger this yeah. is my trigger if you're ever gonna post a self like a cute fun little selfie of yourself taking a shit yeah you need to tag it or before i i mean you really need to give like advance warning on the instagram story i need like four black screens saying don't close this if you're not interested in seeing me taking a shit right now right or no one send you pictures all around the shitter Ugh. yeah this is a Cronenbergian episode. <laughs> this is a lot of it's Megan Trainers. It's all her fault. Yeah, exactly. Fuck Megan. It's always yeah. Megan Trainer with the shit. She opened Pandora's box. Yep. It's <sighs> shit. 
and just stuffed a bunch of shit in it. Stuffed a bunch of shit. Boy. <laughs> All right. All right. Last thing. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to pivot. <laughs> we're going to pivot pretty hard. What are we at with time? Are we still good? We're good. Nice. Yeah. This is be- this will be perfect. We'll do we'll, we'll do a tight 15. Then yeah. We'll be done. Let's wrap it. All right. Last thing. This is a tweet from some special person that came on my timeline today, as things are often want to do. And uh, the person who retweeted it onto my timeline i had to unfollow them and previously i liked them and now (laughs) i'm pissed (laughs) okay so this is a tweet by some person named aj lies here so i don't know what prompt let me give you the background on this person his biography on a he lives in san francisco Mm -hmm. he has fourteen thousand followers almost 15 Mm -hmm. and his bio is biological gay male calling it like i see it so that's who we're talking about oh god (laughs) he says young gay men who vehemently affirm trans men as being quote men are likely homosexual but feel guilty for not being sexually attracted to trans men their reactions are akin to being ashamed of your sexuality for religious reasons and gender ideology is the new religion Okay, this is where I read it now three times, and I'm like, okay. So let's break it down. Yeah, let's break, the, let's break this down. So, okay. Biological gay male calling it like a... Oh, my God. Here's... Okay. Here... Essentially... Okay, so the last part is maybe where things get a little bit foggy <laughs> about <laughs> what he's trying to say. Um... Because gender ideology, aka like queer stuff, mm-hmm. where people are like alphabet people, like pronoun people, you know, whatever, like two, yeah. two S LGBTQIA QQIA plus nine seven four, right? You know, like that kind of thing mm-hmm. is supposedly in his mind religion for the non-religious. <laughs> so it's these like it's this secular thing that like people are really feel passionately about because they don't have anything else to feel passionately about. So mm-hmm. these like gender goblin people are like, oh you know, like making up fake shit that everyone else has to play along with, essentially, mm-hmm. is yeah. what they're trying to say. Okay. So this person is basically saying that trans guys are uh, well, I, at the at the root of it, they're saying that trans guys are basically women pretending to be men, and elsewhere trying to trick gay guys into not being gay. <laughs> oh my god! And this is an idea that I've seen cropping up on Twitter like a lot lately. Like it's kind of like a subculture of these very like old school, like old head San Fran gays mm-hmm. who are very like circuit party type like i have a bear tattoo type like these guys who are very like freudian cock and ball fixation like these are guys who like truly like what like the kind of person who just like outside of like gay sex circles Mm -hmm. like a social scene that involves like gay sex and drugs basically Mm -hmm. don't have a functional place in society like it's these people whose entire instagram it seems that they're constantly at some sort of demented demonic sex party yeah or they are on some gay cruise or they're on some kind of just retarded gay sexcapade basically Mm -hmm. 
Totally. These are the people who don't have a place in the world with jobs. <laughs> right, right. In the world of business and beyond. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, sex freaks. Exactly. Sex pests are mm-hmm. what they are. Yeah. And these people, it's kind of come up in a similar way where, because I think at the same time, people are very defensive right now of men and masculinity because everyone thinks everyone's trying to take it down. Mm-hmm. And in a way they are. But also, I think that it gets projected onto people who, to them, are like avatars of anti-masculinity or mm-hmm. like fake masculinity or something. Like, yeah, people who are trying to infiltrate it or like f- be a fake man or something like that. Yeah. So as it follows, I think for a lot of these people, trans men are a very easy target mm-hmm. because it's like. To them, it's some, like, fake gender person (laughs) who is coming up with a reason to infiltrate some sort of gay space and trick gay guys into, like, abandoning their masculinity because to them, pure gay sex, quote-unquote, is the most masculine thing there is or something. That's usually how it manifests is that because it's so, it's just so sweaty, armpit, fucking balls cock like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. is the mo of these people and anything that sort of descends from that i think is an attack to them on what gay guys are supposed to or should be like to function normally as men Mm -hmm. that's my assessment of the situation anyway yep yeah that makes complete sense so these same people have I think a lot of unresolved (laughs) sexual feelings of their own, like when this guy says that it boils down to being somehow ashamed of your sexuality for religious reasons, that I think kind of funnels back into like the idea that like being gay somehow is like coping with like some sort of sex trauma that happened to you or something does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah i'm reading the replies too and it's so stupid like it's it is just, just another one of those crazy. it's another meathead guy who again is just so obsessed with this like and like to me like this is the other thing too is that it's like as a man like why do you give a fuck like about yeah. this in particular like i understand listen like if you're a gay guy and you feel that somehow masculinity is being trampled on or is being like shit on and that everyone is like everyone's trying to feminize you and everyone's trying to take away the classic man and everyone's trying to take away whatever there are so many more consequential things to like aim your gun at than Mm -hmm. the negligible population of most statistically also most trans guys are straight that's the other part of this right is that we're not even just dealing with trans guys period we're dealing with trans gay guys which is an even smaller, negligible percentage of like, these people. Yeah. And if you were to say, okay, as a community, we're going to come together and never fuck a trans guy, mm-hmm. or we're going to just like take out trans guys, whatever. Like, yeah. that would not solve any long-term problem that culture is having toward man- manhood or masculinity. Mm-hmm. Because you're talking about a couple thousand people who ultimately yeah. have nothing, have their only motivation is wanting to participate in masculinity Mm -hmm. and being a part of it in a way that like, I think, okay, I'm opening up a lot of boxes, (laughs) (laughs) but I think a lot of people who invest a lot of time in being a man 
or a lot of energy into masculinity in general are not doing it because it comes from a genuine place. They're doing it because they feel like they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And I do think that in a lot of ways, there's kind of no more authentic participation in manhood than someone who is changing the course of their entire life to pursue masculinity. Right. (laughs) And you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's always these like fucking bulky gym freaks that are like so insecure that have these kind of takes and opinions. And it's just so like, I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. Th- looking at this man, I'm like, yeah, he would have an opinion exactly <laughs> like this because all these fuckers know is just like yeah. going to the gym and having like gross, disgusting like dog sex with another man. Exactly, and like anything that and, like, deviates from that lifestyle is like. And if that's like, if that's not coping in the way that they're suggesting that like gay guys are coping with not wanting to fuck trans guys because it like would destroy their political beliefs or something. Like, what's more coping than being, like, the only sex I'm capable of having is this, like, brutal, like, killing myself, like, self-destructive sexual life. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I mean, that's, I I just, I don't understand, like, don't throw stones out of glass houses, girl. Right. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it, it feels to me like it's, trans guys are a very convenient figurehead for this thing that people feel very nervous about, about how like everyone's just being feminized and everyone is going to be like a gender neutral, whatever move, you know, and like the, that the institution of masculinity or whatever is like going down, the ship's going (laughs) down. There's not going to be any men anymore. You know, like, yeah. Why would trans guys be your, the thing you have in the crosshairs? Like, why is that? Right. Like actually why this person replied to me um, today that I actually, despite the fact that I ultimately thought that they were retarded, I they did say a lot of stuff that I oh liked. Oh my god. They said, um, some gay men are threatened by trans men, especially gay trans men. Like bisexuals, the existence of trans guys calls into question the nature of sexuality and gender. So the idea that like the, when people are mad about bisexuals, <laughs> it's like when people put in so much time and so much energy into being a gay guy, being Mm -hmm. like, I'm a little gay guy, whatever. Like (laughs) those people can't handle bisexuals because it invalidates all the work that they put in toward being a fag. Yeah. And all the importance in their personality that they put onto being a fag. So when your whole life is like, I'm a gay guy, I'm a little gay guy. And then you're like pissed about bi people. Mm -hmm. That's where it comes from is because like, you don't know how to be anything but a gay guy. And when yeah. someone else gets to like do the fun, cool part of being a gay guy and doesn't have to deal with any of the other parts because they're they're kind of into women or they're whatever, like mm-hmm. that pisses people off. Yeah. And by the same token, like for this kind of guy whose whole life is I'm a biological male, just sucking dick and what you smell and sweat, you know that kind of thing <laughs> is like when someone encroaches on that and didn't have to quote like go through the burden of being a man or something Mm -hmm. and then yet gets to participate in being a man or gets to LARP as being a man or something like that. Those Mm -hmm. people lose their fucking shit and have no, they have to say stuff like this because it is a total affront to their worldview. Yeah. (laughs) Of just being like, there was someone who was in the replies being like, how are we, you think that we're going to be attracted to you just because you cut off your tits and grew a beard. It's like, Oh my god! Like, and like in a way, like yes, like I mean, like uh, it's not even like that's not a it's a hyperbolic 
thing for them to say. But also, like, I just don't... I think it's a really big overestimation of how many gay people are fixated on dick. Yeah, which is, like, so stupid. Like, I never understood that part. Like, like people who, like, literally, like, their entire sexuality revolves around just dick. Like, dick. Like, it actually, like... Oh my god! Like it's fucking weird and Freudian, it and when is. people pretend that it isn't, and pe- when people pretend that it's like the authentic, like real gay experience or something like that, mm-hmm. those people. I mean, it just seems like really like why? Like how are you not able to zoom out and see how silly and stupid that is? When like it's because these people are dumb. <laughs> like when when you go to the gym like s- seven days a week for four hours, yeah. like I would honestly expect nothing exactly more. And these people who literally like. Just, I mean, it, it seems really crazy to me to say that, like, the inauthentic version of being gay is just being attracted to a man. Right. And, like, someone who ha- has masculine qualities. <laughs> and, like, right. just, to me, like, if I were to... I, I, if you're gay, then isn't it kind of, like, whatever... Like, you're like, okay, I am gay. That's my baseline. Right, yeah. <laughs> I am gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And basically whatever works for me in that sense is a man Mm -hmm. because I am gay and I'm not attracted to women. So if this was just someone who was like some fucking bearded lady and I was like, I mean, there's a lot of situations where like I'm not attracted to people who are like non-binary and androgynous because it's just not attractive to me to have feminine qualities. Yeah. (laughs) If someone is a man and mm-hmm. looks like a scary lumberjack or mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, some sort of monster mechanic or whatever. Like this is the kind of thing that like ultimately is like, I just don't, I don't see how fixating on Dick is the thing that would disqualify someone when most people don't grow up figuring out they're gay by thinking Dick Right, it's like, I want a man. Right. Like, yeah. Right, like, I want a man. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah, it's just so frustrating. Like, when you first, like, develop a psychotic crush in someone who's in your, you know, on the swim team. <laughs> right, like, I wasn't thinking about Zac Efron's dick. Well, I mean, it could have been. Right. It's part of it. <laughs> part of it, but it wasn't all of it. It wasn't all of it. Yeah. And to me, ultimately, I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but it wasn't the most significant part for me. Right, no, it's just like a cute boy, a cute guy. Yeah. It's always what it is when you're figuring out if you're gay. Exactly. It's the hair. Right. So ultimately, <laughs> it's like anything that really like floats your boat, so to speak. It's like that is, you're being attracted to a man. Yeah, listen, I don't care if he's six foot three, has dick and balls, pecs, perfect build. If you have hair past your shoulders, bye. Right. Like, that's my criteria. Right. Or if you're like a big gay guy, right? Oh, and you have, like, <laughs> if you have a, if you're a big gay guy with like a boy beat, at the at CVS pharmacy, I'm not gonna fuck you because you have a beat. Oh, great, but he's yeah, he's still a gay guy. Right, right. Would it be better to fuck him to protect masculinity? To protect this guy with like a Fu Manchu and a fucking uh, a cut crease? Like I just you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, it's like it, how is that more adherent to sexuality or like protecting some sort of masculinity by fucking a quote authentic man with the dick or whatever? When right. there's a lot of guys with dicks out there who are. Sissy, <laughs> like you would rather and me like, fuck James Charles 
exactly than someone who just is literally maybe just a trans man who's like hey like i'm i'm just and is completely invested in the cult of masculinity like you right like where does like it, it just does not make sense it when tweets like this it doesn't add up it doesn't add up it means you're a little insecure freak who or it means that you were attracted to someone and they turned out to be trans in the end and you felt cheated or like right caught or like you felt all oh, like you rocked your world and now you feel horrible about it like these people i mean there's there's always going to be an origin story and i mm-hmm. pray that i never have to find out what aj's is um <laughs> but there's a lot of shit that needs to be unpacked here that i feel i just it's beyond us yeah <laughs> it's beyond me yeah they say there's a uh, uh uh sorry this person says the nature of gay sex between bio gay men and trans men questions the nature of homosexual sex i think that there's a veneer of respectability politics at play gay men are now deemed somewhat respectable however bisexuality and transsexuality threaten that respectability i'm going to be honest i don't care for heterosexual sex having sex with trans men is straight sex i want power and respectability children and heterosexuality is and are the criteria for which it's granted so that's where i thought he was retarded because being because fucking a trans guy doesn't it disqualify you from respect or fucking a bi guy doesn't disqualify you from respect as a gay person in the world. It's like these weird fucking like concepts that it's yeah. like in this person's head. Well, it's the fact that gay guys live in a fucking fantasy world where they think everybody's perceiving them at all times. And it's the right. fucking, it's the, the Steven show and whatever, right. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's everyone's private little cabaret that it's just me and my little one man show walking around thinking about if I'm respectable enough when the reality right. is no one gives a fuck. Like no one cares about Get who you are fucking job. Yeah. Get a job. This is what I'm always saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's just retarded. Like to think that so much of your brain power is going towards something like this. It just mm-hmm. goes to show. And also it goes to show that these people have never met a trans person in their whole life. Right. Because if you had, this is what I'm saying is that like, if you were with a trans guy who was fully married to the cult of masculinity, as I <laughs> have said, right? it doesn't, if it's all about perception and it's all about respect or whatever, and about how someone might be able to take away your, your thing as a gay guy, mm-hmm. how would you being seen with someone who is a man and appears to be a man to all involved, how would that take anything away from you? Right. And I think it's because of the fact that the, unfortunately the loudest, sorry, I'm talking so much. <laughs> I, I think it's because of the fact that the loudest people in the trans conversation are ridiculous, retarded gender goblins. So they think that these people who are like at the front lines of transness are not the people who want just privacy and dignity and a normal life. They right. think it's these people who are like, look at me, I'm fucking uh, pajamas the clown and I wear makeup to work and I'm fucking, you can't tell what I am and I have a bad haircut and I have a weird <laughs> little backpack. Like those people are at the front of it because they're the most noticeable and because they're the loudest, but that's really not what like, especially like most people who are like living in stealth or like living in whatever. They don't want that. Mm-hmm. They don't right. want that. Yeah. It's retarded. True. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just but that was like the me bit at the end. I didn't mean to talk over you the whole time, but I oh no, no, it's it, again like it's one of those things where it's like when I see a tweet like that because I feel like these kind of tweets pop up a lot mm-hmm. where it's like it just like, like I look at the I look at the profile picture and I'm like absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Actually, I think absolutely not. And then so, <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. And then I'll look at the, the likes and it's 
the exact same exactly. people that are agreeing with this person where it's just that population of people that really genuinely think this generate their self-esteem from how often they get fucked it's people who it's like how many right. dicks have i sucked how many who's the who's the manliest man i've ever been with like that is their baseline for self-respect and that mm-hmm. is their baseline for the value that they derive from their life and their sexuality and all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. this is like it's just it's it's people who live in this total completely private projected fantasy land that if you just joined society which mm-hmm. gay, gay, gay people out there i know you think you're not capable you are <laughs> you can do it when they do join polite society mm-hmm. most people do not give a fuck it's 2021 i can't tell you how much more of a pleasant life i've had going to exclusively straight bars where i can wear shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> literally it's my fucking bread and butter like it, i mean i just, it's just i don't so want to nice. do it with you people anymore i don't want to do it yeah. i don't want to do it with you i love staying in my lane and Me enjoying too. my life <laughs> i love to enjoy my life yeah. i love it so much mm-hmm. and i love to have a good time it's my favorite thing <laughs> it's equally <laughs> my favorite thing so just have a good time just have a good time yeah I can't I, stress about things like this. I can't. Ugh. Like, why would you... Why? Every time I'm like... And I try. I've tried so hard this year. I've tried so hard this year to reintegrate with gay people and make new gay friends and give gay people a chance mm-hmm. and to sit around in a big circle of gay guys and, like, hang out with a bunch of gay guys. It's so hard for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so emotionally, psychologically taxing. And maybe that's something broken in my brain. <laughs> but, oh, God... I just, every time I'm there, every time I'm in these situations where it's like me and a bunch of queers. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do this with you. I don't want to do this with you. And it's not because I'm not gay. Mm -hmm. It's because the things that matter to these people, I don't care about. Yeah. It's almost like outgrowing it. It's just like, like, I don't know. Like it's like pride, for example. It's just like, it's good for a moment of time. And then you just outgrow it. And you just are like, okay, I understand how this works. I'm going to live my life. Like you just, you like... It's like, how can you happened along the way? Th- Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 so much, no, no. It's like, it's, it's just like, how can you like personally grow? How can you like just branch out, do your shit when you're worried about this micro thing that does not really apply to like this person? Like just Please. how like mind your, go, if you want to fuck dudes with a penis, fine. Fuck, that's the other thing. No like, one is actually ever. No one has ever pointed a gun at your head and said, you have to fuck this guy. Right. Like you have to like, fuck this trans guy tonight. You know, like there's no, <laughs> right. no one has ever fucking said that to you. And if it's, if listen, and the other thing is if trans guys are playing this big of a role in your life and they keep popping up in your sex life, maybe that's something you should be investigating. Right. Because it doesn't happen to people that often. Right. This is the him problem. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I just, yeah when i hear people talk when i hear gay people talk Mm -hmm. it's just like i have to wonder like what happened what happened between me growing up the same way as you growing up this way and what was the disconnect along the way like where what did your parents say to you what (laughs) did what 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 opportunities were not afforded to you yeah that now your sole mission is to like catch a load you know what i'm saying right <laughs> right exactly and the way you do it has to be so specific that you are passionate yeah and it makes me feel crazy because it makes me feel like i come off like sex negative <laughs> or like sex like i hate i hate fucking or something i just know a gross person when i see one i me too and like, like i don't hate fucking 
Or like when it, when your personality is how you fuck or like who you fuck. Ugh. Like when that's like your your Twitter bio. Right. And like it just it's so Leave annoying. It alone. Like, like you're so gross and ugh. disgusting. Like just be just be a fucking person. You can be gay. Like I'm, this, I'm gay. <laughs> like this person is worse than people that just like have an OnlyFans and like just advertise it. Like, hey, I'm fucking today. Right. Ten dollars a month. Like this person is worse than that person by a landslide. This person's just uh, literally some random fucking guy who's just like I'm. This is like my my big thing is like I love. Like you're like politicizing your sex life. Like you're doing it, and you're like I don't know. Just it just doesn't make sense to me. It never makes sense. Just do what you want to do, girl. Yeah. Don't tell anyone about it. Ugh. Sorry, I'm off my meds. <laughs> Right now, and, I'm, <laughs> and I, for, I forgot to take Mabelbutrin for three days, so I'm feeling a little cuckoo. Yeah. Feeling a little cuckoo crazy. Yeah. Let the girls get to me. <laughs> you're off the Sprite Zero. <laughs> exactly. Girl, I'm off the Sprite. Yeah. I'm off the Dollar 99 Zero, girl. Mm-hmm. Hey. That looks so good. They had that in Cherry, oh, and fuck, I it's almost fresh. got that one. This is the thing about the Cherry Sprite. They dress it up like the diet, but it's not. Oh. 250 calories for the Cherry Sprite with the same bottle. They oh, just so put the it one, So the one I was looking at across the yes. street was just Cherry Sprite. Just Cherry Sprite. It's I, a trick. I thought it was I thought it was zero cal cherry spray or I zero no. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's why I bought it so many times by accident because I didn't read. I just saw white <laughs> bottle, white clear bottle. But that's just the color. I thought zero cal. God, I mean it is clear. They just put it in a green bottle, so I guess they're not. No, they are tricking us. Why would they put the cherry spray in not a green bottle? It's a marketing ploy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Green wrapper, but red rim or whatever. You like, know, like, why not just make? I can get cherry red. from that. Yeah, but um, what, when I see this, when I see barely anything there when i see very minimal design yeah, when, i when, think zero when i see colorless no life like i think skinny skinny right? yeah exactly when, yeah so when i see it and it's it looks like that but it's cherry i assume it's zero exactly. zero cows zero sugar whatever i'm coming for you coca-cola company yeah <laughs> i'm coming for that ass girl <laughs> bamboozled me yeah exactly yeah, now my fucking sugar levels are fucked anyway that was the diatribe of a lifetime. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. No, we, we had a good time. Yeah, it was good. We covered a lot of ground, I think. Yeah, it, things needed to be unpacked. We had three very different topics today. <laughs> <laughs> Gender, shit, and misanthropy. And born to die. Shit and born to die. All right. I was going to make a stupid joke, like, born to die, Megan Trainer and <laughs> a transphobic person walks into a bar, right? I thought you were doing, like, a lion, witch, and wardrobe thing. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Trainer's a wardrobe? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The dick, the shit, and the... <laughs> and the pitchfork, and the car, and the score... <laughs> the dick the <laughs> shit alright <laughs> anyway alright thanks everybody for listening yeah. everyone have a nice night I'll try and have a guest next time I know we've done a lot of solo episodes in a row guests would be fun I keep getting um, I keep running out of time and I hate being that person who's like do you want to come on our show tonight like in a couple hours <laughs> so, listen many would say yes I think a lot of people would say yes but yeah mm-hmm. I know volunteer actually don't because I hate when you guys DM me to ask because usually it's the people I don't want to come on the show <laughs> please don't volunteer do not DM to ask to come on my show ever again oh I keep God. having to, listen this is the thing I'm telling you guys this now I'm not trying to be a cunt <laughs> I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me People getting in my DMs and being like, I have the perfect thing to talk about on your podcast. 
I'm like, okay, well, then you should tell that on your podcast. <laughs> it's not to be kind. It's not to be kind. But if you don't get a response from me, it's not because I don't like you or because I don't think you're funny. But I would uh, let me invite you. Tweet, tweet, right. tweet a long thread. And if I think it's funny or if I think it's good, I'll invite you. Tweet a long thread and <laughs> then DM don't. it to me. I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Thanks, guys. I'm going to feel much less on Hinge next episode. I'm taking my meds tonight, you guys. Oh. <laughs> Getting okay. back on the, the Selexi. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.